special guest Gabe Mollica all the way from New York it's true yes Gabe is a comedian podcaster a kind person (laughs) an ex-musical wait no an ex-musical theatre kid you (laughs) used to be in a barbershop quartet it's true and you're a style icon it's true welcome no no lies were detected all those things are true. Thank you for having me, Amelia. Uh, you're an actual style icon. You you flyered. We met you. You were flyering in a in multiple. Well, you would wear one suit at a time, but you had multiple bright suits. It was hard to miss you flyering. The suit would often not match. The bright suit would not match my expression as I was flyering, <laughs> or whenever we passed each other it was in the bits where you were kind of not in the main flyering bit. So it would be in our kind of like when we were not switched on moments of our roots I yes we, we would make eye other. contact yeah we would make <laughs> eye contact in the can you believe we're doing this how humiliating <laughs> is this you were did you watch the american office is that a is that an annoying yeah. question you know when jim <laughs> looks into the camera we were that for each other we would be like i can't believe we're standing here what terrible choices because we're 30 you know like some people yeah. i'm ha- 29 but you know speak yeah. yourself. <laughs> and if the industry asks i'm 25 you're 25 yeah absolutely <laughs> everyone in new york knows you as a 25 year old amelia <laughs> um <laughs> uh but yes we we would make eye contact and be like oh god We've, we've made a terrible mistake because it, and what I didn't realize is that you had been there for hours. I only would do it like 40 minutes a day, the flyering for the Edinburgh Fringe. And you were out there. You were like, yeah, I got there at six. I had a spot of tea. I did a workout. I just don't like I just like getting out of the house. I don't like being alone with my thoughts. You know, <laughs> that I could tell I, from, the, oh, oh, from the brief meeting that we had. You're like, wow, I can tell that you're neurotic. That's yeah. Great. Well, I, what did I ask you? I asked you, are you intense? And you were like, no. And I'm like, you're intense. <laughs> I was like, you're not not intense. That was such a weird thing. And it's kind of weird to be told that. And then I was doing like a questionnaire for ADHD when I got back from the fridge. And there was a question. It was like, how would you describe yourself? And I was like, hyperactive, impulsive. And then there was a question, how would other people describe you? And I just thought of you saying that I was intense. And I just wrote intense. And then I sent it off like like a month late as well. They were like, the deadline for this is in August. I'm like, well, I wasn't here. So I sent it late, but maybe that maybe I'll get the diagnosis. Yeah, of course. Sending it in late is probably on the floor. 
yeah, so we met Flyering pretty early on in the Fringe, mm-hmm. but we never really like spoke. Not really. Like, we had a one conversation <laughs> about like two weeks in, where on the hill, on the hill, our meetings, our special meeting by, place on by the hill. carnivore, right? Yeah, and I, <laughs> I think you told me <laughs> that you, <laughs> you don't even remember telling me this, but. You told me about like your show or like you'd you'd had like a oh I'd recorded it yeah and you like had just been annoyed about so, something so and then <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone listening I had a I had an incredible <laughs> sold out fringe run um, just just loads of press um, <laughs> but one of the <laughs> but one of the the low points was when I tried to film my show and I spent a couple hundred pounds on it and I immediately I get on stage and I immediately <laughs> got heckled. And I had some friends there, and it was just a bad show. It was terrible. I was, like, mortified. I spent, like, 24 hours just, like, being completely mortified. And you must have <laughs> caught me on my walk up the hill, and I was just, like, I was just, like, <laughs> oversharing to liter- a literal stranger. Like, but you but you would fly her at the same time as me, so I felt like a kinship <laughs> with you. I was, like, I guess I'll just tell this person exactly how I'm feeling. But it was bad. It was not – it lacked goodness. And then I heard, like – your your rant to me was like specific to me but what was the rant that you told your friend your oh. like other u.s comic that so, you were okay. staying so with i used to live in edinburgh and i started at the stand <laughs> back in 2015 so i have a long history of being in edinburgh and it's a city that i dislike immensely and one of the reasons i dislike it so much is because when i was living there when i was 22 um is that my best friend and my girlfriend fell in love and then i started doing comedy and so I spent a very dark year there in Edinburgh, just like kind of wandering Sorry, around. I didn't want to laugh there. It's I funny. Didn't it's objectively Sorry. funny. And so I was, <laughs> after I recorded that show that went terribly, so I have it at three angles. Don't worry. I have this <laughs> awful show. I haven't even paid for it yet. I'm going to have to send this guy money in like two oh. weeks. And I'm gonna, I know. It's going to be the, such a low moment. And <laughs> I told my friend Anthony DeVito, very funny comedian, da 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 da. <laughs> I said, I hate the stone. When referring to Edinburgh, which is like I hate, I hate being there and just being surrounded by stone. And I didn't remember saying that. Like uh, similarly to you, like he was like a couple days later, he was like, "Did you remember when you told me that you hate the stone?" And I was like, "Not at all." It's such oh. a good like criticism. It's so good. It's perfect. It's like so good. When you told me that, I think I cried laughing for so you long. You did. You did. Beca- well, because so you live in Glasgow, which end. is a real city. Edinburgh is uh, so posh and like, yeah. Ugh, Glasgow, like real people live. You know, yeah, I live in a great place. I live in a place called Govan. I went to the gym earlier and my gym is in like an, a church. You're like this. You're American. There's a church <laughs> <laughs> and a gym. Yeah. It's so good combined, but anyway, well, not actually combined. They Those don't. are the it's two. No, it's, <laughs> it's not actually like they do the service while you're there. But there is funny jokes on the wall, like the Reverend says, "Put your weights away." It's funny. Oh, that's good. It's a real funny touch. Uh, they don't have changing rooms yet, but it's fine. <laughs> you don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a Catholic church thing. Clearly. We don't have a changing room, but we do have an organ. <laughs> I know. Does uh, does the organ function? Yeah, I don't know, but because it. God. M- because uh, Anthony and I, Anthony DeVito, very funny comedian, yada, 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 went to St. Giles <laughs> Cathedral and we were admiring the organ. And like I was a music major, so I was explaining to him like, oh, yeah, like the instrument's like built into the building. 
so it's a, a hard thing to practice <laughs> because you have <laughs> you to have find to a whole <laughs> building. Have you ever played the organ? No, I've very poorly played the keyboard. If I were a better keyboard player, I probably would be doing music, but I was <laughs> I was bad, and I was like, I need to pivot because I'm not good enough at this. Yeah. Um, all comedy really starts from failure. What did you do first? What were you like in high school? Are we going to oh talk about what I wear? God. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I forgot about the theme of the podcast. No, no, no. What were you like in high school? Did I even say that at the start? My microphone was off you anyway. You called me a style icon. Yeah, I don't know if I even said at the start like that this podcast is about what the clothes that com- people wear, like that performers wear. Yeah. So, I mean, what I will say is your flyer, I know we keep talking about flyering. It's like we we do have more in common than this. <laughs> but it was our main way we met. Um you had like quite a edgy like woolen jacket on it and also no on on each side wait on one side, on one you, side. you in you in one cool jacket and then on the other side you in another cool jacket am no, i making no. this up you are you're imagining things no you back. just wore a cool jacket one time when i saw you and i thought that guy looks cool that like changed my opinion of you I before that i was like i was like i don't care about this guy and then just <laughs> <laughs> oh wow so okay um and then you had a cool jacket on i was like oh no maybe he's all right yeah that that furry <laughs> jacket in the picture right we which i'm sure you can show people um so i found that in a thrift store mm-hmm. in new york uh heard of it and <laughs> i found it in queens and i and i it was like 20 bucks and i bought it and then i was taking really fancy i got fancy headshots done by this woman named mindy tucker who's like the queen mm-hmm of new york comedy she took like you know john mulaney's new in town his like oh first album. God. she took that picture yeah so i got pictures with her what you're so cool yeah new york's cool man um, oh my god so she's that taken so some cool. very iconic pictures yeah with reservation everyone should check out her website she's like the best she's like a harry potter character kind of um, you're good I, at plugging your the my people, <laughs> yeah you know? I, I, I didn't even give you you're giving these people a better introduction than I gave you <laughs> as the guest on this podcast. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm in charge now. This is my podcast. I think maybe you're actually better. I don't know. <laughs> I used to host a podcast <laughs> and I've interviewed people. I hosted two yeah. podcasts. So I I uh, I know the assignment. You have to do you have to do two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, if you're you a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you only host if you're a man and you host one podcast that's the same as not hosting any podcast. So you got your headshots done by Mindy Tucker, and I and I it's a jacket that I might not normally wear. It's like furry. Mm. It kind of looks like Fozzie Bear a little bit. Um, I don't know who that is. And the I Muppet. That's oh sorry, yeah. Oh my god, oh god. I know Elmo is the cookie. He, monster that's Sesame Muppet? Street. That's Sesame Street. <laughs> they they are Muppets, but they're not like there is a difference. And oh. I feel like we now have to stop. Oh, and stop you have to watch recording. the Muppet. We're gonna start again. <laughs> That's a huge error. We're going to catch you up. I've got a lot. I've only just started watching Seinfeld. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're working backwards. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) There's no culture over there. You guys don't know. There's no culture. (laughs) The office US was born in the UK. I don't know if you knew that. That's great. And the gym look. You can have Ricky Gervais. He's yours. The (laughs) But the gym look was actually originated by a, a British actor. Oh, the like the doofy Freeman. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, 
<laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say here. That you guys have culture? I don't know. That's up for debate. <laughs> <laughs> but this jacket. Let's go back to this jacket. <laughs> Do you remember how intolerable I was? Because you caught me on like the last day I was going to be in Scotland. And I was like, get me out of here. I've only gotten worse. Like... Like, before I left, I was like, America stinks. We don't have health insurance. Like, blah, 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 blah. And now I'm like, pizza's great. We we serve it by the slice. You can get a $2 slice of pizza. I had an empanada today. I would, I'm just, I'm so happy. I'm hydrated. Yeah. I'm, when I live in Scotland, I'm always <laughs> uncomfortable. You guys don't dry your clothes. Everyone's just walking around in these, like, wrinkly, <laughs> sticky clothing. I'm, there, there's never a correct temperature. I wasn't comfortable for one moment I was in your country. Not one not one moment where I was like, I am at peace. What about when we, we hung out? <laughs> I actually were... talked about this on my previous guest. Oh, that's good. Because I was saying that I didn't get any action in the fridge. I'm not supposed to be dating. But I was like, but I did hang out for four hours with this guy. Right? <laughs> oh, good. I have and to I listen back. <laughs> but I just said we went for a fry up and two milkshakes. We did. We did. You had three. <laughs> Yeah, I know that. I didn't say that on the last episode. I'm now being like revealed. We can bleep that. But <laughs> <laughs> how many pack, how many milkshakes you had? We'll bleep. Well, I had one with a fry up, and then you were like, "Do you want to go to another place for milkshake?" No, 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 no. You were like, "We should." Go. <laughs> That's not what happened. <laughs> because I didn't have a milk. I did not have a milkshake at the city cafe, the slowest restaurant on the planet. <laughs> so american like, um, i would never say that on a podcast i'd be like they will find out and i live here i can't like that they're just free and easy you know they play old school rock and roll there's an elvis statue there's checkered <laughs> yeah flooring. i thought like, i was a patient person and then i went to the uk and i realized <laughs> that i am not patient because you'll sit down at a restaurant and they just won't come over. They'll just be like, You 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 live here now. They were tired. It was they'd been it was the last No no, I, I ate there like four or five times. <laughs> Honestly, the day we were there they were actually quick. Because <laughs> it wasn't it was I'm trying to make excuses either way. I'm like I know. What? No, no, I don't mean to pick on you. Um I just do mean to pick on your country and everything you stand for. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, the milkshake. Milkshake. So, so uh, you had a milkshake, I had a soda water and you you gave me shit for that. Well, I was like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> like, people ordering soda water. Like, That's what we do what in America. I'm drinking one right now. It just cringes me out. And I was like, I was like, I don't want to be associated with you. And then I was trying to take a picture of the fry-ups. And I was like, wait, get that seltzer water. Oh, sorry. I Soda water. So, yeah, you you're talking like seltzer. me. I do. I do. Wait, but you even have it in your bio, seltzer drinker. I'm like, I do. is this your whole aesthetic? It's that a big part of my aesthetic, yeah. Because I don't drink alcohol. Translate? <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Okay, no, so I you had the milkshake, and I was like, "These milkshake." No, this is what happened. I was like, "This milkshake is shit." Yes, Wait, and it was. Now I've dissed it, but <laughs> the fry up was good, and everything else was good. The but fry up was good. I like, I like a milkshake thick. You know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Um, and this was like watery, and it just there wasn't enough ice cream in it. Maybe they'd run out because it was the end of the fringe. My friend Chris Gathard had one like the first week, and he was like, mm -hmm. "What is this?" That was also the meal they mixed up a, an order of two veggie burgers. They brought out a veggie dog for some reason. Who knows? But I love it in there in general. I, Can I just make that clear? It's just I'm, I've, I've got very high standards of milkshakes. They need to be thick. I want it to be like it is not even mixed with milk. It's just ice cream that you suck through a thick straw. Like That's what I want. Yes. Yes. It should be. Yes. 
I completely agree. And the p- place we went to second was fantastic. So then when we were there, I was like, you know, I, I was like, oh, there's this place, Scram, that does like the best milkshake. And then you were like, you said we should go there. It wasn't me that said we should go. <laughs> you were like, we should go. <laughs> I don't remember But this. then, no, and then when we got there, I got like a, a Milky Bar milkshake and an Oreo milkshake. Mm-hmm. But then I kind of drank one and a half. It's true. So I didn't have three, but I did have <laughs> like two point five milkshakes. But we we were we were delirious. We had just done. It was funny, the whole wasn't French. it? Yeah, it was fun because you get to a place where you just like you've done so much comedy, you've handed out so many flyers, <laughs> you've embarrassed yourself in every conceivable way, <laughs> with the hope of expressing yourself in some way, or like make giving people joy, and like so many people to your face just reject the premise that you could ever give them joy that <laughs> by the time you get to the end you're like three milkshakes that's like a like i of course i need this yeah. yeah it would be weird if i didn't have three milkshakes it would be weird if i just like got up at six and started doing push-ups but then what was it that you said you said something to me that was like you said you called me like insane or something <laughs> what was it that you said you said something like you said i may have called you insane but it was it was loving but you were like you were like i think you're just like a bit insane and i was like i just never really thought that you know but you were like it's like <laughs> um no but i'm nuts too just in my yeah. own more su- more subtle you're American just way. a bit more chill yeah you maybe just a bit more lo- like low energy so like you kind of are insane but it's not coming out in the same like chaotic way. yeah well compared to you i'm certainly low energy but you're yeah. a, you're a high energy person yeah i think i am i mean you should see me when i have worked in customer service that goes completely out the window Did i do a different voice <laughs> i honestly i can't explain it i'll do it to you now i got this Hello, you're through to Amelia. How can I help you? <laughs> you don't. I'm not joking. That's what I do. And then I'll be like, right, okay. I can't. I can't. Like when I you're doing a tour. Like I can't. And then when I was a tour guide, I did that as well. It's kind of a coping mechanism. <laughs> when I worked in a sandwich shop, I'm pretty sure I put on an Australian accent. That's so funny. And then someone. <laughs> I, I, it's a weird thing, I think, because I've lived in England and Scotland. My grandparents are from New Zealand, though. I don't think I can use that as an excuse because they were both actors, so they used to put on the most extravagant, like, kind of theatre voice, like "Hello, darling." <laughs> like these people are from New Zealand, but my grandmother Bridget's like, "Darling, how wonderful to see you." She's like, "You look like Kate Moss, darling. You look like Kate." I was like six years old. <laughs> darling, you look like Kate Moss. She's actually the most hilarious person ever, but um, she actually is really funny. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. The jacket. Yes, the jacket. Yeah, we could talk the Fozzie Bear I got jacket because we talked about the Muppets. Yes, yes, milkshakes. Yes, yes. Muppets milkshakes. Um. <laughs> like the way I started this podcast by talking about my ADHD like <laughs> diagnosis form. So what I would do, real quick bracket, what I would do is I would record the episode and then once the person left and I knew what we talked about, I would then intro the episode and be like, that was my episode with Amelia. We talked about the Muppets. We talked about his jacket. Just to give them a little like 
this is what we're that's a good idea i might just put that like after like five minutes in i just i like to sort of i think it's funny to show you're working (laughs) yeah i think so too i mean i think it's funny you're quite polished though i think i think you're quite a polished kind of professional you've got four stars wait was it four or five in the scotsman it was four Four stars in the Scotsman, like which is now on your Instagram bio, and you told me that like six times. Congratulations! <laughs> well, it had happened like <laughs> the day before. Yeah, it happened the last week of the print. <laughs> um, it's so good. You, you know what? Can it now like that review got me. I just got. I just. I booked a, a date in Chicago. I'm gonna do it in Chicago. Oh, I thought you were gonna say I got a date in London. I no, like, I'm. I'm. Sick. I'm. I'm hoping fingers crossed fingers crossed that's cool about chicago i know chicago <laughs> chicago town pizza yeah. you ever have <laughs> the microwave ones oh no one minute I don't, no i don't know what you're <laughs> talking about god but they've done the food this over is there. your catchphrase to me it was like we don't have that <laughs> <laughs> we don't have like, that and we've never heard of it when i got on the call with you i was like, i'm eating some million sweets so that i'm in a good mood and then you're like what is that? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that. I know. Um, Traveling's supposed to make you so worldly and like accepting, and it's just, it's made me worse. It's made you more American. Yeah. So the jacket you're wearing in the flyer, right? The yes. like one fluffy, it looks kind of fleece, mm-hmm. kind of a brown fleecy type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a fleece, like an old school fleece. Yes. Would you ever wear that for an actual gig? I would, but it would probably have to be something that I was running or hosting, or okay. it would it would it, w- it wouldn't necessarily be a thing that I would like wear to a comedy club where I was just like on the lineup. Because you think it was just—is it like a bit much for you? It's to a bit like much go into for a me. Neut- a space where you're kind of trying to come off a bit neutral in the first instance. Yeah, I like dress pretty yeah. neutrally on stage. Um, mm-hmm. I th- I was thinking about this earlier when I was thinking about <laughs> doing this podcast. Which is that, like, my default setting. Like, you know how Adam Sandler dresses? <laughs> yeah. My is default. Like chinos? No, like he, just... he wears, like, basketball shorts. Right, And, like, okay. he just, like, look. He kind of looks like shit, but, like, it's so he looks like shit that you're, like, oh, he's just comfortable. He's mm-hmm. a, he's just being himself. He's We we know we like him, so it's cool. He, he kind of gets grandfathered in to dressing that way. That's how I, in theory, would like <laughs> to dress. Um, And so. On stage? Just in life. Like what? Like on stage and off stage all so, the time. So I would say off stage, but on stage I I do like I put in an effort to be neutral. So I put in <laughs> enough effort to like I'll wear nice sneakers and I'll wear jeans or khakis, and then like I'm honestly nervous that too many of the photos of me doing stand up are in this same blue t shirt from the Gap that I have like five of. <gasps> you and guys call it the Gap? Oh my god, that is so. <laughs> You. <laughs> what do you, you don't oh my god stop <laughs> <What do> you... <laughs> the gap oh my god that is i love that no that's thrown me because <laughs> like <laughs> why is that the thing <laughs> that's thrown me i'm sorry you what would you call because it because just gap i don't know why we take the z off you don't yeah you don't it makes z- me think of like you know when you get like the underground it's like mind the gap that's why it means <laughs> <laughs> oh that's interesting yeah we don't we don't ref- we don't um, you don't you just let people fall through the cracks we n- <laughs> like you never like what yeah we say like watch your step maybe <laughs> what M- the fuck 
Yeah, you got mind it. <laughs> mind it in, the gap. Put it's it in so your mind. English. It's, it's so, so English. English. It's so. It's like, what do you mean, mind? Yeah. Like, mind the gap. It's. I love it though. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. Neutral colors, um, big time, um. And then in the winter, like different kind of like no hood, but like sweatshirts, big sweatshirt, sweater mm. person on stage. That's very like kind of chill American, like university sweatshirt vibes, right? Yeah, yeah. Usually yeah. they're sillier than that. I have one. I have one that says the New York Mets logo and it says the Muppets, but. Oh, I don't know. But that since you don't know, understand <laughs> what the Muppets are, you've never heard of Muppets, you don't know what a puppet is. <laughs> um, you think Sesame Street is the Muppets, which it kind of is, but it's also not. Um, yeah, I have one of those that I really like. I my friend Colt Cabana, the wrestler. I wear his Hanukkah sweater on stage. People think I'm Jewish already. Then I wear a Hanukkah sweater, and people are like, "That guy's Jewish," um, but I'm not Jewish. Um, and what religion are you? I was raised Catholic. Do you guys That's have those cool. over there? Yeah, so like if you support a football team, you support Celtic. Yeah. I support Celtic because I think the supporters are more fit. <laughs> I can't explain. <laughs> no, it was because the first guy I shagged in Glasgow supported Celtic. So then that, like. Oh, it stayed with you. I feel it was like that good. <laughs> Had it been bad, <laughs> maybe you'd be, we'd be having a Rangers conversation. Yeah, I think like if the first person that you fuck in Glasgow supports one team you always like check their scores and you want them to win oh of even course even after you've not know, spoken to them in a while still <laughs> in love with them but <laughs> <laughs> I have a qu- still wildly in love with it I but you know <laughs> it's funny looks yeah it's funny looks yeah it's funny looks yeah it's funny looks yeah when you start, you did you so you started comedy in Edinburgh? I did, I did. Yeah. yeah. What were you wearing? Do you remember what you wore for your first? Day? I remember I was wearing flip flops, which is no a no that good because I do a joke about hilarious. it. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um. Well, I got like drunk. One thing you would never. I got drunk and I I heckled and they put me on stage. Um. That's like the the story story. It's in the show. Uh, four stars. K Copstick and Scotsman. Um. In my Instagram bio. That's the <laughs> that, that's the story. Um, but then, like, when I started for real, for real, I would do Red Raw at the stand. Um, and that was, like, the first time I was, like, doing comedy consistently. Cool. Uh, it was fun. It was really fun. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. Um, I, I, have, I have every notebook I've ever... You're insane. You're one of those notebook. I'm a notebook. I n- <laughs> yeah, I don't go anywhere without my notebooks. I that's I'm constantly so nerdy. writing. Yeah. So th- well, that's one of the reasons I like comedy was it wasn't the performing so much. Did we talk about this? It wasn't the performing so much. It was like, oh, I have a thing tonight, so I'm gonna like focus my whole day's energy on writing and figuring out what I'm gonna say, and that's what I liked about it because I was so lonely. I had nobody to hang out with. That I just like needed something to do all day. Yeah. And I didn't have Why were you that. Lonely? Because my best friend and my girlfriend fell in love, and I had no friends. Oh, my God. Well, I was 22, and the students I had were younger than me, and I wasn't going to hang out with them because that'd be weird. And then all the teachers were in their 30s. Um, so I only had one friend, um, and we didn't. We became friends like halfway through the year. 
Um, and yeah, it was like a lonely year. So I just bought a bunch of notebooks and started doing comedy and then I ruined my life. And now I'm talking to you. What do you mean by ruined your life? I d- <laughs> you yeah, it's made my life, I mean, infinitely more fun. Um, just less stable and... Um, mm. um, I get that. Yeah. But it's it's so fun. I get to go to the fringe and like fuck yeah. around. Like, and we complain about it, but it is it's the best. Are you kidding? Yeah, <clears throat> I like that whole thing of like having something to something at the end of the day to like work towards and like to build towards, and then you do it, and then you just feel like you've accomplished something, and then you can like chill afterwards. Yeah, even when you, you know? have work in the in the day, you're like, oh, these people are gonna go home to their families, dorks. I'm gonna go. It's like you have the secret. Kind of like, oh, I'm going to go do this thing. Oh, my God. Do you know what I was thinking? Like, when I was coming back from my workout at the church gym, I also went to this place called Melton John's, right? <laughs> that had, like, American <laughs> That can't candy. be the... Is, what is it Melton, called? Melton Melton John's. Like, it's a play on Elton John's. Yeah. Like Melton, like, melted cheese. Yeah, that... I, I I'm obsessed. Th- I, that's I didn't what it's get, called. Like, savory food. It's so good. Melton John. It's like the best place in my area, apparently. But I didn't get in, like any like food food. I just got like a Pepsi slushy. Oh, I don't know yeah. where I was going with that. But yeah, I, I feel like I'm faster to learn things about myself in my 30s. I've been 30 for How like... How old are you? I just turned, I turned 30 <laughs> in the winter. That's hilarious. You're yeah. not even 31. <laughs> <laughs> but I so just... You're big in your 30s now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As, as a 30-year-old. When is your birthday? When do you turn 30? Uh, oh, fuck. It's actually quite soon. Yeah. 26th of March. Maybe I'll come to New York. Maybe my passport will arrive by then. I literally met you and then I ordered a passport. I was like, I'm going to come to New York. <laughs> that's insane. I was like, right, that's it. Yeah, of Got course. My, like literally a week, like less than a week of passport. Like, I'm going to come visit. Yeah, of that's course. That's insane. Come that's visit. Insanity that's insanity vibes. <laughs> um, is there anything you've ever regretted wearing on stage? Um, where you're just like, the, 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 the audience maybe reacted to it in a weird way. Um yeah anytime like if i wear like a collared shirt and it's not ironed well or something that's like it looks like like i wore it because i was running out of clothes and i didn't prepare i didn't do the preparation i needed to look nice on stage um that'll happen sometimes or if you're just like wearing shorts and somebody says hey do you want to do a spot you know shorts Uh, it's funny that's the one thing with uk and u.s comedy people shorts are a no-go in the uk also yeah oh so you have some comedians (laughs) <laughs> like other comedians will just say maybe that was something like maybe you like brought that to us but there's a thing where like comedians will be like um never wear shorts that's the only rule yeah so that's interesting that's uk and us yeah well it's i mean the weather is always kind of dour over there and so <laughs> there's only like two weeks a year that you would wear shorts i wore shorts on stage during the fringe one or two days how did you feel during the gig i f- so he the fringe pushes you to the brink where each gig when you have a gig during the non-fringe time it's kind of like a big part of your day or you're a big part of your week usually mm-hmm. yeah um so the idea that like you wouldn't give it 100 percent or that you wouldn't prepare in some way either aesthetically or mentally is kind of weird but then the fringe just overwhelms you with so many shows um yeah. that one you're like people asking me to do a spot and i was like no like somebody asked me to do a spot and then they were like, yeah, you got a flyer for us. And I was like, absolutely not. No way. 
like I respect you and I respect your show, but I'm not going to flyer for you. I'm barely flying for myself. Um, which is all to say, God, I got really sidetracked. Something we regret on stage. Yeah, I, I think. Anyway, the fringe. You said, "How did you wear shorts on stage? Did you feel bad?" Mm-hmm. I did not feel bad at all because it fringe overwhelms you so much that I was just like, "Forget this." Like it'll be mm-hmm. fine. It doesn't matter. I'm doing it for 15 people. They're gonna be, they're gonna enjoy it or they're not. Um, but some people wear like a look for their fringe show. You, you in know? particular. I mean, that's not gonna be my look that takes me through next season. It is it. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I think so. But you know, I think like you just seem like you just kept the same vibe for your fringe show and for like your like regular circuit gigs did you yeah. feel like your friend show was like more personal and vulnerable than your usual set though oh for sure for mm-hmm. sure i tell stories that i wouldn't necessarily tell on stage or i just like talk about my friends in a way that if i talked mm-hmm. about my friends uh i like talk about my mom getting sick for a part of it mm-hmm. and like that's just not a thing that i would talk about in a club set you know that would kind of be insane yeah. or like i've done versions of it but it's it's i don't dwell on it at all there's no yeah. like dramatic moment about it uh, my mom's fine thank you for asking i have to say that like I'm 10 times sorry. during the show no 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 sorry that's just the thing i say to the audience always where i'm just like oh she's fine thank you for asking um but um yeah it's very different but aesthetically no i i, I kind of keep it casual because i want it to feel like you're just in my living room that's the Aww. ideal situation where i just want you to feel like i'm telling you a story that's so interesting that you've kind of just kept it like the, the material has kind of reached this level of like sincerity and vulnerability but then you've actually just been like no no i'm gonna be my authentic like clothed self kind of thing it's nice yeah it thank you it's a thing that i'm like i worked on the material for so long and i will i'm gonna continue to work on it because um, i want this to be my first kind of like special and i'm not quite ready to tape it yet um, and I might do a, a, a new version of it at next year's Fringe. But... Ooh, that's cool. 2.0. Yeah, the 2.0, and I want to try to do it, like... At a different venue. At a different venue, thing. yeah. Like, when you were, like, you're trying to tear down this, like, performer veil. Like, I really am trying to tear that down. Like, I do want mm-hmm. it to feel really casual. Um mm. Is there other comedians that you're inspired by that do that? Um, there are. And you know what? As I've gotten, as I've learned more and more and more about this process, you learn that it is like put on in a certain sense or the materials workshop yeah. in a way that's not <laughs> that. Because um, it feels like you see a great solo show. It feels like they're just like coming up with it as it's yes. happening. kind of. And there's it's a, a real, lie, it's a but lie. it's a great lie. And I love it. Yeah. And so I'm learning. So like Mike Birbiglia is like the, the big one in America who does solo shows. And he's never done Fringe, actually, because he got big enough where he didn't need to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's somebody that's, um, you know, you feel like you're in the room with him. Uh, Hassan Minaj has a big now two solo shows and the next one's coming out on netflix in a couple weeks he's more more put on in the sense that he's more performative where he's like running around but i think it is authentic to to what he's like in real life where in real life i'm a little bit more reserved than he is in the sense that uh, i had a i I wanted to be a choir teacher in high school in college (laughs) and the person that taught me music was like oh when you conduct you're very just upfront with (laughs) 
the people that are singing you're just like this is what i need from you like you just say it <laughs> and i remember thinking oh I, I remember thinking like oh that's a good quality i think and now that i do comedy it's kind of the same way where i'm just like this is what i want from you this is the story this is what it is um, that's lovely but it's not like i don't think you should do that because when i talk to you you're like weaving in and out of accents and like your quote-unquote add brain and you're like slipping in really funny things as you're going from one thing to the next like that's what you're sh if that's what you're like maybe that's what your show should be like yeah i think i started to lean into that more in the fringe when i got comfortable you know what i mean i was mm. like oh like when i was feeling really feeling it i could like do that but it would be nice to find out a way to plan it so it still is that energy. But, you know, in the same way that you're planning being like, I'm so vulnerable and authentic and in the room with you right now. You're planning that. You're working on that. I'll be working on how to act like that stuff. Oh, it's so spontaneous all the time. But it's like it's originally it's spontaneous. And then you kind of kind of harness it. You yeah. want to fucking harness whatever you, got, you do. <laughs> you know and then so like so that you can like turn it on and you use it in the correct way with the audience and feel how they're feeling. And yeah. over sometimes it's not appropriate to be too over the top high energy like do you know what i mean like if i'm doing like an old man pub <laughs> in glasgow when they hate me like i probably tone it down a little bit i don't know maybe i still wear the outfit so they know what the vibe is but <laughs> yeah the, the outfit for you is a, is a signifier i think oh yeah that's i like the, the word signify that's very smart <laughs> i actually said on a previous episode that like a clothes will show people what you're about to do mm. you know and i think that's, that's wise the piano tie is good for that. The piano tie um, is definitely good for that. And you're kind of like chilled, laid back outfits. It's like, this is just going to be chill, man. Yeah. It, yeah. I wanted to feel like this guy just kind of like wandered on stage and he's just a guy. Like there's no like he's pretension. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. And I That's am just nice. a guy. I'm, you know. Um, but yeah, the clothes are interesting. Like, uh, And the other thing that's interesting is like, like being in the moment on the show like when the show was going really well it would go long because not mm -hmm. because i was thinking of new material necessarily but i was riffing on stuff like something would happen in the room or we'd talk mm -hmm. about something um or like whatever it is and for me that's another way of being really present where yeah. uh you know if you can riff on something or talk to somebody um Sometimes it just like calms the audience a little bit where I'm like, oh, I'm not just reading off this teleprompter. I actually felt like it was like weirdly when I had smaller shows and then I could see everyone in the room and I had interactions with everyone and I felt like it was like a house party. I felt like we just shared a really fucking mental fun experience. Like you're at a house party at 5 a.m. Yes. Something I don't do anymore in my life, but I miss. I used to love going to parties, listening to trance music with a random dude I'd never see again, except I bump into him on the street 10 years later. You know, yes. that was my jam. The good such small a long crowds time. are a gift. Yeah. But yeah, the shite ones, I'm like, fuck this. Like, fuck this. The, yeah. the, the, the shite ones, as you would say, make, make, <laughs> for me, they make me just question, like, what am I doing? Your life, yeah. Yeah, where it's like, this is and not Like, fun. I hate the stone, like that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I hate the you. stone of Edinburgh. But, and, they, and they make you think, like, like this isn't this isn't worth it. I can't connect with anyone. Um, they're falling <laughs> Ever asleep. in my life. Yeah, not even outside this room. Yeah, but sometimes you know I've done the show for four people, and sometimes I'll say this on stage, which is I've done the show for four people, and they were the same four people I had had dinner with like an hour before, and it was like one of the best shows of my life. Like I did it with no microphone, and it oh, it literally cute. was like we had dinner, and they were like Gabe, tell us a story, and that oh was really God. fun. And then I've had. You know, then I have this show that I filmed 
that was just <laughs> so painful just so like Fuck. i like i it wasn't it was like i hovered over my body and like watched myself perform and the solo show in particular like that's why it's so funny that i have to keep coming back to edinburgh the city where my life got ruined is because that's one of the only cities where you can for a it's the only city where for a month you can do that yes Um, it's great to do the same thing each day and like it is you are right when you're talking about the way that it becomes less of a like performing becomes less of a like big deal Mm. you know like when you were saying about like wearing shorts you're like fuck i'll wear them i don't care yeah yeah the things that mattered before don't um what else like would you like what other neurosis is do you have apart from having to have a perfectly ironed shirt like is there anything uh, else that you do before a gig? it's 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 less that it has to be perfectly ironed and it's more it can't be terrible i think that's an important okay. double negative um interesting yeah like i've yes i've i've worn shirts before i'm like that does not fit you know thank god i got a picture of that because i was like that it's too big you know um yeah i want to look presentable i here's what i don't want my clothes to be a distraction i don't want people to be like that guy's not put together i want it to be nice enough where they're like um where i don't want to look like complete shit that's really the bar (laughs) truly where it's like i don't i don't want this person to think like this person doesn't have their life together um, okay um i saw you wearing like a jacket on stage once um like a. I went back through like your whole instagram yeah yeah yeah, like yeah. One um year. a jacket was i wearing was it like a, a black denim jacket maybe i have a black no, denim it was jacket like a ba- it was one that you wore when you were flying once as well it was like that kind of like is it a baseball jacket? Is oh yeah, like a, like yeah. a windbreaker. We would, yeah, we would call that. no, like it's like is that what you call that? Oh my god, that is so. A windbreaker here is what like a pedophile would wear. You know, <laughs> it's like like an anorak. <laughs> Everything over in the UK always ends up coming back to pedophile. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you wore that like like windbreaker jacket on stage. Do you feel weird wearing a jacket on stage? Why did you wear that? Um, you don't normally wear that. What was the it? It was probably winter. It's probably chilly. Um. <laughs> what's the why did i wear that i don't know sometimes i sometimes honestly sometimes it can be like a defense thing where i'm like i don't feel totally comfortable i don't want to be like exposed um um or like i'm the shirt i'm wearing underneath it isn't really a show shirt oh yeah sometimes i'll wear that to cover up like a bad show shirt like there's certain colors i won't bad what are you taught you just threw that in there like this is something that i would know <laughs> oh yeah bad show shirt like you've made this concept you need to explain this you should know yeah, this is a as a style like, icon like um, context is required yeah a bad show shirt for me would be something that i wouldn't uh that i might wear in real life but probably wouldn't wear on stage it's usually like a yellow shirt that's like a little too small and i just like don't feel comfortable in it um that i just have that i haven't given away or thrown away yet um so like that i hate um or if it's wrinkled like or if it's like a a a button down that's a little wrinkled i don't want to wear that on stage um uh because there's shirts i'll wear like around the house that i would not wear out so there's kind of like three levels. There's like I'll wear it in the home, <laughs> and then the second level is I'll wear it Men out. Men are so weird. And then <laughs> I, it's so crazy. I didn't you guys think. Are fucking insane. And then there's like a third level. There's a third level which is like sorry, I, I would you. I would wear this I would wear this out, 
on stage. Okay, wait, start again because I interrupted you with my like, negative. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a funny thing because I didn't realize how weird it was until I've said it out loud. <laughs> I think there's an unofficial ranking system in my life where it's, oh, this is a shirt I'll wear around the house or I'll sleep in it. And then the second level is I'll wear this out somewhere. And then even if it's like not great, like this, the shirt I'm wearing right now is from um, uh, high school choir. <laughs> Um, I made the all county choir, um, and it's from 2009 and it's like a little big still. And I wouldn't wear this on stage, but I would wear it out. Um, to like a restaurant or something. Maybe not like a fancy restaurant, but like a, a crummy restaurant. I would wear it out too, for sure. What's So like you would wear it to have like, to sit at a cafe with me to have like a fry up. You'd be like, totally. like I may have worn shirt. this that day. Yes. You no, 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 I wore a button down. I wore a button but down. But what was the shirt? Oh my God, wait. So this whole time when you said the word shirt, I've been like, in my head, it's been a button down that I've been visualizing. So a button down is what you call like a shirt that has buttons, right? Yeah, so this, this, is, this is actually just a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is That's a... cool. So, <laughs> what's... <laughs> Did that not sound sincere? What's the next level? The next levels I would wear. So this, this is a middle tier shirt. This I would wear oh around the God. house or out, but I wouldn't probably wouldn't wear it on stage because it doesn't fit that well. I kind of it's, it's a like little very big. American psycho energy you're bringing. Like I hate to like <laughs> that I wouldn't wear this on stage. Isn't this what your podcast this, is about? This, this, this distinction. This system. <laughs> what, do this you, system. You think it should either be a shirt that I would wear in all occasions or not at all? No, no, I'm just joking. But it's like, <laughs> no, but like what's, what's the critique the, of the system? <laughs> What's the wait? Was did you get to the top level? So the top, the top level is one that you'd wear on stage. On stage, yes. But like, would the stage shirt also be like a date shirt? Yeah, they're probably equivalent. So I would say same. for regular people who don't perform <laughs> hundreds That's of sets so of comedy funny. a year, I would say it's probably the date equivalent. Well, what if like you went on like a really special date and you didn't want to wear a shirt that you'd worn for a gig because you might associate it with a gig? Do you ever feel like that? No, I don't really. No, I don't think about it in those terms. I don't think. That's so interesting because there's some stuff where I'm just like, no, I can't bring that back into my real life again because it just reminds me too much of gigs. Like, I have a pink suit. I mean, they are very, like, extravagant, but I remember it was, like, New Year or, like, some kind of New Year thing. Um, you won't wear <laughs> And, like, they were like, oh, we could wear, like, pink. And I was like, oh, I've got a pink suit. And then I was like, no, nah, I just can't. Because it reminds you of that. gigs. It's just it's too much. Like when I wear that suit, it's for me to get into this like character oh, that is sure. based on me. But it's like in, a f in a, see it, the gig settings where I'm having the most fun in my life. But any kind of like family event, that's like the opposite. I can't wear the same outfit for that. I don't get to be my fun show self in that. Oh, in that interesting. Family setting. Do that's you know what I mean. So I feel that way about like I, I've had I've had shirts or like usually it's like boxer shorts or whatever, where mm -hmm. it's like. Or a t-shirt where I'm like, oh, this reminds me of my ex-girlfriend in some way. Where I'm like, I can't wear this. And you have that with gigs and I have that with people. That's very funny. That's very well, funny. <laughs> it's not necessarily like, okay, I actually do have this system. That's like. <laughs> that's what this podcast could be called. The system. The system. This, I actually have this system where if I have a bad gig wearing a particular look, I'll just completely change up, which weirdly is also what I do in my personal life. Mm. So that's why I'm not very good at like commitment. Um, yeah. But I think like 
if like I have a bad gig wearing the pink suit, then I just start the next gig I wear like a white vest and skinny jeans, like in like Russell Brand or something. Mm. And then like if that goes badly, then I go back to the pink suit. You know, it's so stupid. No, no, but I don't. Think now that's I'm that quite stupid. secure, and the p- the piano tie was a game changer. Like, <laughs> but but prior to that, I was very erratic. We should do a gig next year where I wear an Amelia outfit. Like obviously not the same one. Um, like you could wear like a a tux and like a piano a tie, tie and you and wear, I'll just wear like but what would i wear just like a shirt maybe we'll find some... a, you like the fun version of what i wear you know i did notice something about you and that is that you were wearing cool trainers and they were too cool for the rest of your outfit like i was like trying to kind of see what's this guy's vibe and i was like Hold on, you're a Nike Air Max. They're like Roadman shoes. They're like <laughs> someone that listens to UK Garage shoes. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, hold on, this doesn't add up with this button-down shirt and these khaki trousers. Yeah, shoes are a way for straight men in America to have an <laughs> accent or a flair um, that's socially acceptable. So you big Nike fan? Is that what you wear on stage? Uh, I just said I was going to wrap up. They look nice. No, no, no. The shoes are important. I think the shoes are important. In in the UK, I feel like a lot of guys wear like kind of like dress shoes almost. Oh my god, that's so funny you say that because it's like a whole thing when people talk about like where guys wear like jeans and like smart shoes and yeah. it's like horrible on like a Friday Saturday night and it's like that's very UK. It's like are, are your streets not- jeans and shoes? <laughs> the UK is not uncomfortable enough to walk around in. Now you have to put in <laughs> the most <laughs> uncomfortable flat leather shoes because you're going to talk about Brexit. You think it makes you look smart? I just yeah, I hate it. Put on some I, trainers, I hate that look as walk well. around. It's not good trainers are great but you so you wear like nikes they're so super trendy yeah those are trendy big fan of those ones that you're wearing what were the ones the specific name the ones you're wearing those are those are an air maxes and i I got (gasps) them i bought them used i got them on poshmark yeah they're nice oh my god stop i'm an air max fan i've had literally like 10 pairs in my life they're great i'm not joking but not the ones you have mine's for the air max 90s because mine are more like retro Mm. yeah i have two pairs of them they're my fucking vibe yeah they're so comfortable and they're comfortable cool. and they look cool they look really cool, look uh, cool honestly I, I, after after we hang up after we do another hour uh i'm gonna get <laughs> on the poshmark and i'm gonna i'm gonna take a peek because i just realized that i haven't looked at at new shoes you know what's funny i almost bought new shoes for myself before the fringe like fancy ones and then i spent a hundred and some odd dollars instead on uh a zoom recorder to get better audio audio quality huge mistake should have went with the shoes <laughs> I bought shoot new shoes in the last week of the fringe, and it was the nicest thing I could have done to myself. Yeah, you should do something nice for yourself. That's important. Like blue platform Converse, and I've been like walking into the shop and looking at Converse for like two months, and yeah. then when I finally bought them, I was like, oh, do you know what? That's nice. That's a nice thing. Shoes like, are a nice investment too because you wear them every day, or you can. Mm-hmm. Where it's a, yeah. a shirt at most once a week. And you know you have a tier system for your shoes, right? You just kind of uh, no, I'm pretty indiscriminate. I actually I have like a small. Um, the other day I found like a white leather s- trainers, that look kind of smart. Um, and I was like, oh, I could wear these on stage. These are kind of, um, these are kind of nice. So yeah, I I would say if anything, I have sho- more shoes than most. Um, what is because do you know what i really just c- can't get on board with like i'm never gonna buy trainers that aren't like a branded trainer like i would always get like adidas trainers and i would be like this is the vibe that this is giving or nike air max or puma suede like i can't 
like I would never just go or Converse or whatever. I would never like go to like H&M and buy like trainers from there and be like, I'm going to wear these. I don't know why. I think it's like maybe because I don't, I honestly don't know. It's like a weird like nerd thing. I think mm. you either are like a sort of sneaker nerd or trainer nerd. Or yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I definitely agree. When I like, like <laughs> so many people in Canada, I was like the stranglehold when I was in Canada, <laughs> the stranglehold that Skechers has on this country. Oh. <gasps> Just sketches i think are quite like weirdly ironically cool now but i think maybe in america they're n- never going to be cool. yeah like my dad wears them and he's like oh i love them they're so comfortable like <laughs> like they're like good for his like golf game and i'm like great i'm glad you have them but like for like cool 30 year olds in new york like i would not be running around <laughs> in sketches like it's just not something i would do and i don't have many rules for my wardrobe just, though role. i guess i do have a, a tier system for my clothing which i'm gonna think about now every time i put on show clothes and no sketches yeah do you ever wear like adidas trainers because if you have nike like do you ever adidas is a little bit more narrow mm. um yeah yeah they're not as you like i like they're not as chunky yeah i have i have like a, a high foot yeah um so i need so I need like um, there's certain shoes that I don't fit as well. Adidas is usually Adidas are for like indie boys, really, with skinny yeah. jeans and leather jackets. I have a couple like retro mods. Reeboks that I like a lot. <gasps> Stop, Reebok yeah. Classic. Yeah, I have these like oh purple God. ones. I have these classic retro purple <gasps> Reeboks that I really like. That the the are back they high of them. Tops? They are um, with like the strap. Um, I think. they don't. They're not that high. Um. <laughs> Now I'm Googling. Um, so no, not the ones with the strap, but close. Reeboks are quite a 90s energy in like... Totally. Yeah. Totally. So that's interesting. So you, I didn't know that you like explored other brands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think compared to these, they feel high, but they're, they're technically the low top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um... That's cool that you have Reeboks. Yeah, they're cool. I, I switch it my up. My friend Lucy, like like my best friend in the world, um, she... Besides me. She was talking about... Yeah, besides you. She was like talking about like people that she's like dated and stuff. And she'd always be like... She's like, I just fucking loved him because he had nice trainers. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, I don't fucking... Do you know what I mean? Just pure sound as fuck. Nice trainers. Like, some people value that a lot. Yeah, and like I look at comedians on stage and see what like shoes they're wearing. Do you think other audience members? I mean, obviously I'm a performer as well, but do you think people look at your shoes and think, "Cool dude"? I hope so. Mm. Um, yeah, I want them to. I just want them to to to, you know, like people think about like a million things before you get on stage, um, yeah. before you say anything. Um, yeah, I want them to be like that guy's put together. Or, like, I kind of like that and not, like, oof, that's what he's wearing. You know, so I'm trying <laughs> to avoid that. If I can avoid yeah. that and just, like, get them to listen to what I have to say as soon as possible, that's what I'm hoping for. Um, um, everybody in America makes like... fun of comics who, like, on the photo for their album or something are wearing a jacket. Or, like, in their special, they're wearing a jacket <laughs> that they would never wear. Yes, that's, that's a big so thing. interesting. Everyone... Is that an in-joke thing that you guys have? Oh, my God. Yeah, we're I like, that's that. his special? Like, that's what he's wearing on stage? Like, he would never wear that. Oh, my God. That is actually hilarious. But I remember, like, before The Fringe, speaking to some friends of mine and being like, guys, like, 
what do I wear kind of thing and they were like don't feel like you have to wear what you're wearing in your poster in your actual gig and I was like no I will be doing that uh-huh. <laughs> I was like that's my whole thing but yeah you have an so intentional true. aesthetic but it's like so true that like a lot of comedians they can just have like a, a poster like your poster where you're wearing like that cool like thrift shop or vintage shop jacket you know but mm-hmm. like it's a like very it's a very cool picture well yeah and then people would in America or people when <laughs> I was take flying, the out of would you. be like you don't look like that and I'd be like please stop talking to me <laughs> so and you know what's funny. so funny I was bitching about that so much I was like people are so rude over here they're just <laughs> like is that you but 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 that doesn't look like you and I was making me really mad and then this other guy I won't say who showed me his poster and I was like oh is that you and I was like oh my god like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like so into the gym when I took my fringe posters. I have like rock hard abs. I look like I've been, I've probably been working out, but I was like unwell. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's the best so kind I'm of like, photo shoot. I'm like, <laughs> oh, do you think this looks good? I was so unwell. I was extremely depressed. Um, I was probably like uh, emotionally dysregulated, but hot. Emotionally you know. dysregulated. That's, emotionally a, that's a good name. Dysregulated. That's a good hot name for is your my show. name of my next show. The next hour, yeah emotionally unregulated dot 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 but hot that's great that's great that is a good that is a good um name but yeah oh my god emotionally dysregulated i was like wearing such cool outfits in my emotionally dysregulated era like, <laughs> i was like <laughs> yeah you really do talk about yourself in like eras a, yeah in eras that's like like pop stars that's because i've always been obsessed with pop stars so i can't view anything in the other way in any other way like i always like view everything like it's like a wikipedia article that's also called being delusional and self-obsessed but oh but it's fun this is this era i'm like this is that era i think it's funny it's a good because of being obsessed with like i don't know maybe madonna maybe that's yeah you said mainly madonna is there anyone is there who's like number two lily allen early early stuff okay because she was like the first person the it girl right it's like mm, she's a she was a, a she's a singer a songwriter an actress um she's really funny her dad was a comedian and someone that her mom dated was a comedian right so i think she was like around comedy but her lyrics were really funny like she r- rhymed Tesco with Alfresco. <laughs> like she's like, there were people in the city having lunch in the park, I believe that was called Alfresco. And she was also really honest about her, like, like dating and I don't know. I so I think that was quite a big influence. But it's weird to say, like, yeah, it's weird to like have like pop stars as an influence, really. But no, it's I think fun. like it influences your comedy. I, thi- I think like. Yeah, and me and my stepsister, who I'm going to stay with in London, we used to like put on like shows, basically of like of course of like pop music and stuff. So yeah, but what was I going with that? Fuck, we were talking about like when you wear. Oh yeah, on I was saying unhinged but hot. But yeah, you wait wearing a different thing on stage than in the poster. Yeah, that's totally like. But that's so interesting to me that that's like your guys is like in american comedy that is your like that is your like thing that you like because when i watch american specials i am like fucking hell amy schumer's wearing like leather and calling it the leather special yeah, I love that, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah but that's yeah. kind of like that's you know that's intentional i guess but that is funny that totally those choices yeah. matter there was just a really good new york times article before the fringe um by this guy jason zinneman about 
water bottles on stage and what they signify. Oh I'll send what this to you. What did he say? Well, oh it's my like God. Robin Williams had like 25 water bottles on stage or like Jerry Seinfeld has it in like a glass kind of <laughs> bottle. It looks like James Bond is drinking water. Have you seen Seinfeld's recent like... The, yes, the, the photos. <laughs> well, it's so funny because like he would never wear that on stage under any circumstance. Um, he might wear something maybe a little bit similar to that in comedians and cars getting coffee but certainly not on stage he wears really cool trainers he does he loves nike shocks yeah yeah he's obsessed with comedians and cars getting coffee yeah i've noticed i'm like those and also in seinfeld he wears fucking cool trainers kind of like you and he wear the rest of him is like boring as fuck you know just like you yeah Uh, no (laughs) no but i mean i you know i grew up seinfeld's from long island and like i'm not jewish but i grew up watching that show i think that has a lot to do with it so you're like the the trainer can be like the way that you express your cool factor. It's a it's a it's a cliche in America too that like a male a white dude will get a comedy <laughs> writer job and he'll get like a fancy <laughs> job in television writing comedy <laughs> and spends all his money on shoes. That's a cliche also. Oh my god, is that a cliche? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so easily <laughs> like I why am I upset? I'm literally like obsessed with America. I literally <laughs> just I watch a simple life. Like <laughs> that is literally why. And I've watched like the whole of the Kardashians. Of course, yeah. Your Kim um, is you do a great Kim impression. I don't know if I can do it anymore. I'm when I'm too you have to be really relaxed to do it. You know, it's like because like sh- they're so relaxed i feel like they're so zen like they don't let themselves be crazy anymore they don't allow their faces to move so it's like yeah um so me and like kanye we've had like a really um like chill divorce and uh, <laughs> is that it yeah chill, di- chill divorce is really funny we really um work together <laughs> to co-parent our children and Yes. She maybe is slightly higher pitched than that, but no, sl- yeah. slip in like a word that's like kind of big, like co-parent. You're like, oh, okay, like <laughs> she's smart. She has her life together. She's a billionaire. They they do a lot of um, they're good at like answering questions in like a very like spin way. Like I wish I had someone told me that before the fringe because people be like, how are you? And I'd be like, fucking mental. I'm <sighs> off my fucking nut. I feel crazy. But then by the end, I was like, yeah, just chill, man. Yeah. But yeah. I wish you... someone had like given me the Kardashian media training before my I bumped fr- into you in the street. <laughs> my friend Zach always says, uh, Zach Brazil, very friendly comedian, et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> says um, when people ask, oh, how, how'd you do? Like on stage, he always goes, I crushed. <laughs> Fuck. And I he's crushed. just like, he, because, and it's happened to me before. Where like it's a really small crowd and like I was never gonna do well and somebody I admire, even if it's a, fr- a friend of mine, somebody I admire is like, hey, how'd you do? Or like, how were they? Um, I've been honest and been like, yeah, I bombed, but like I shouldn't say that. You should just be like, yeah, they were fine. Like, yeah, you know, like they were fine is a nice deflection. Like Zach saying I crushed is like kind of a joke, that like no matter what he says he crushed. But there's there's something to that too where like don't be embarrassed mm-hmm. like. Be you. Be um Yeah. Back yourself. Yeah. I'm backing myself more. I've been sending more emails after the fringe. You've been helping me to feel hyped up with that shit. Hell yeah. And I've like, been sending so many emails too. And like I'm just like I'm an email person now, I guess. And also <laughs> Well, that's one of the first things you said to me. You said you look like you'd be good at sending emails. 
Did I honestly say that to you? You did. It was so funny. Sometimes I think I'm so like witty and like fun. That is witty and fun. It made me laugh so hard. But like 99.9% of the time, I'm just like close to the brink of like having a nervous breakdown. So if you could like bring up any other like fun Fun positive memories, that would be great. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like we only hung out really like one day. Um, It was fun. But it was fun. We had fun. Um, I cried laughing a bit. Same. We were making a scene. (laughs) We made a scene in front of St. Giles. Because we were laughing at silly things. It was fun. I mean, that was, you know what was good about that day? It was like, it was like a film because it was like, it was like a day of nothing. Like I was about to like go back to my like fucking day job in pensions. I can say that now. I've given my notice in. (laughs) And I was like, knew that I was going back to that the next day. So I was like, this is my last day of fun. I kept saying to you, I was like, I'm not normally this free and easy, you know, like, just like, let's go for a fry up. Let's go for milkshakes. And before we hung out, I'd been to like Greg's. I'd been to an AA meeting. I'd been to the cinema by myself. Like I'd done all this stuff. It was my last day of freedom. Yeah. No, I mean, and I was only there because I made a mistake and I booked a flight (laughs) the day too late. So like, it was a total (laughs) error. We should not be friends. It's because of an error on my part um, (laughs) that we've become friendly. Actually, we forgot a key part in the story. It's the only reason you messaged me is because you went to ACMS and yes. I was performing at that at like midnight and you yes. saw my name on the screen and then you followed me after we'd like literally walked past each other. Well, like, we talked a few day. times and I was like, oh, I'll be friends with this person. And then you like followed me back quickly and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll talk to this person. I'm literally always on my phone. Like, <laughs> I don't know people that aren't. Like, and I was doing that gig. I was like, as soon as I'm off stage, I'm checking my phone. <laughs> so like, if you followed me when I was on stage, I followed you back. Like, so within you're like you made, thirty like, five seconds. friends. That that in night. my life, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that night you got off stage at ACMS and you had five DM slides from four other dudes in there. Anyway. Yeah, so in closing... In conclusion... Uh, you a- are so cool. You're Seinfeld-inspired. You're just like the everyday guy. You're like a slightly more chill Seinfeld. Like, you're less neurotic. Yeah, neurotic in a different way. And you, uh, you've you got that whole, like, chill vibe. You have your shirts, tiered system, <laughs> and then you have, like, your cool trainers, which was the only reason that I thought you were cool when we hung out. If you hadn't <laughs> been wearing them, I would have just, like, had a completely different opinion of you, which is so weird how much that shaped my opinion. I was like, no, no, I was no. like hold on, he's wearing Nike Air Max. I, I, I like, chose that outfit f- very carefully because I had... But sh- <laughs> because I had done laundry recently, so I was like, oh, I have... I can wear anything. <laughs> But it was the shoes that did it for me. Yeah. It's like yeah. Nike Air Max have like a space in my a place a space, a place in my heart. So I'm sure audience members feel like that too. They're like, We didn't like this guy, but then we saw his shoes, <laughs> yeah. Nike Air Max. That's a real thing. That's a real thing in New York comedy. Absolutely. Wow. Oh my god. I love it. Yeah. Um, I can't I've, you've also taught me about New York comedy. I love it. I can't wait to go over there and Yeah, you're gonna be a big hit. And uh do some open mics. We'll get you in Brooklyn, where you belong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It sounds cool. In Gossip Girl, someone has a place in Brooklyn. Yeah, we're gonna send you to like the hipster Brooklyn. That's where you. That's where you'll Yay. thrive. <laughs> Buzzing. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thank and, you for having um, me. You can follow Gabe Mollica on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, if you've listened to this whole podcast, there is no reason not to follow me. That's you're so good at plugging yourself. <laughs> Typical American, that confidence that we don't have here. No, but I mean, it's just uh, me. you've, you've <laughs> talked like 
like I've talked to you more than I've talked to a professional therapist <laughs> in the last year. And That's so not a joke. No, it's not a joke. And so when if people if you've listened to me talk this much and you don't hate me, that's the bar. Follow. Not ha- yes. Follow, like, subscribe, DM. DM uh, as well. DM, yeah. I love that. Ask yeah. people to just DM you. Yeah. That's yeah. Follow, that's when you but follow and DM. Don't 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 go into the yeah. Make sure you're like make sure you follow in the right order. Yeah. Do it in totally. the right order. Yeah. Yeah. Follow. I mean, you could wait for back. me. I, yeah. Follow. Follow back. We had consent. Then I DM. Then flame emoji. <laughs> then DM. Yeah. It's it's weird that most <laughs> of our conversation was just flame emojis. That's the best kind of convo for me. Yeah, that's my, I'm, that's the only plug I'm doing at the end of this podcast. People just please reply to my stories with flame emojis again. You used to do it more. Mm. I, what am I doing wrong here? Oh, now that I know that you like that, I'll uh, withhold it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll flame emoji the hell out of your Thank IG. you. That's how we're ending the pod, me being desperate and like horny. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that's how we're ending this anyway tune in again i might release this soon i might not this podcast has no rules love it and yeah thanks again gabe Molica, legend and style icon Clothes, clover, gum, stuff. Clothes, clover, I can't get enough, no. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's a podcast talking to performers about the clothes they wear. It's a podcast talking to performers about the clothes they wear. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. Yeah.